0: Hi, I'm Jim Raffel with Dye Subcast. Today, we're gonna be interviewing uh, my good friend, Vic Patel, with uh, the Director of Marketing and Business Development at Sawgrass Technologies. Before we get into that, I just wanna let you guys know that the Dye Subcast is simply the best place to get information about dye sublimation printing. We're gonna be talking with equipment manufacturers, consumables manufacturers, dye sublimation producers, and we'll also share our own experience from running a dye sublimation business. It doesn't matter if you're new to dye sublimation or a seasoned professional with decades of experience. We're certain there will be something here for you. So let's get this episode kicked off. Again, we're talking to Vic Patel, who's the Director of Marketing and Business Development with Sawgrass Technologies. We'll be talking with Vic um, about the the long history that Sawgrass has with dye sublimation printing, their leading edge desktop printing technology, exceptional quality of their inks, their overall approach to providing a complete business solution for their consumers and much more. So Vic, with that, I'm gonna turn it over to you and let you tell a little bit of your story before we dive into questions. Hey Jim, hello everyone. Um, thank you for having me, first of all, um,
1: and I'm glad you've given me at least um, three hours of this podcast to talk about my history and, and what I've done in the past um, to add relevance. Um, only kidding. So uh, I'm. Yeah, well. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm I, I'm I'm Vic Patel. Um, I um, have been with with Sawgrass for. Oh gosh, six and a half years now. It almost it almost feels like twenty five. Um, and uh, started off as as business development. Um, I've managed the global sales team o- over the six years, um, and now am responsible for business development and um, the global marketing group. Um, so it's exciting. Um, we've we've gone through some amazing transitions um, with from from just manufacturing inks to now um in in phenomenal relationships with manufacturers of printers um, and making our own printer and distributing those to um, a global audience so yeah this is a this is a this is a fun role that I've, I've i've um inherited and and i'm glad to be a part of
0: excellent excellent so that's a little bit about you let's um let's dive into uh sawgrass's history i know they've been uh, in the die sublimation business for a long time. Um, my understanding is that you guys once held some patents on the technology. I guess you're technically still hold, holding them, but they're expired, as I understand. Um, so I guess I'm I'm curious about a little bit of historical perspective on that, and you know how you got from uh, being essentially the only game in town to where you are today, where you kind of have to probably compete. Yeah, no,
1: it's, it, and and it's been that has also been a fun transition, to be honest, and and. You're right, so we, we are a technologies company, right? And as Sawgrass Technologies alludes to the name, um, we've, we, we've been very fortunate to have had um, uh, uh, in, intellectual property um, built around our inks and the process of sublimation for many years. Um, and as some of these patents have expired, others have come in, come in line um, and come live. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's not necessarily the, the patents that define Sawgrass. It's, it's really the product that defines us and the consistency of the product. Um, you know, we've been around for, gosh, over 30 years now um, as, as an organization. And I feel um, being in it for six and a half years, I feel like we're, we're a mature startup as an organization. So while we've been in the business 30 years, we're constantly um, innovating and looking into the future, hence the tagline, the art of what's next. That kind of defines us. We're always trying to look around the corner to what should we be doing um, for our users um, in the marketplace to, to, to not only improve the products that we have, but to actually Help them grow their individual businesses, or hobbies, or or or, or adventures that they want to go on in, in the future.
0: That's awesome. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm catching your mature startup phrase. I love that. Um, I've heard it put other ways, but I know exactly what you mean. It's kind of how I feel about some of our businesses. But we're here to talk about you today, not me. Um, <laughs> which Anyone who knows me knows it's hard for me to do. But uh, so. I've had some involvement and some exposure to your your new line of printers, the SG five hundred and SG one thousand, which is which is really your next generation on the desktop. Is that is that something that you feel you know is launching those printers? Is that kind of when you talk about being a mature startup? Is that one of the things you kind of lump into that? Because I'd, I'd really like to know more about the you know the decisions that drove the the move the move to those two printers.
1: Yeah, no, actually, that that decision goes back. Um, probably um, just a little over six years before before I even came on board. Um, Prior to that, um, we were, it was a little bit like a a phone case company trying to chase the next iPhone. We were always trying to chase the next um, printer that was going to be coming out so we could create cartridges for it, for our users to use. And it was was a tireless job. but we, 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 we discovered that the Ricoh printers that were in the marketplace that were designed for um, you know, folks like Office, Office Max and Staples to go onto your desktop for your black and white printing, our, our users were leveraging those printers for sublimation to start their own business. Um, there, there were no per se desktop sublimation printers at that time. Um, there were cartridges that went into them and, and we, we retrofitted them basically to, to use the sublimation printers. So over six years ago, we developed this amazing relationship with, with our friends at Ricoh and, and, and that's no secret, um, where we, we, we refit um, one of their old models and, 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 and we released the SG400, the SG500 um, into the market. And that was over five years ago. And, and that's been a phenomenal ride Um, Since then, um, over the last two years, we've been working with them to develop an even more optimized and and custom printer for us um, in the SG500 and 1000, which is the next gen. Um, And these printers are truly designed for sublimation. Um, They are not retrofit from other models. They are the, from the software and the printers to the software that we've developed to work with the printers. They are designed for sublimation, and and I think you know you can probably speak firsthand to the to the output of the printers and and reliability of the printers you've been working with them. Um, so yeah, these these printers are exciting, and, and and yes, it does define us as this mature startup because we could have remained in that old game of chasing printers or just retrofitting desktop printers um where in fact we have made the conscious decision to say you know what the, the 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 industry deserves more than just a retrofitted printer it deserves a printer for sublimation
0: and and this is it absolutely absolutely yeah And interesting full disclosure for listeners um i've act- actually worked on a consulting basis with Sawgrass on and off over the, uh, the last little more than four years now, I think if I got the, the dates right. but um, And so, yeah, when, um, and, and I actually started working with you guys with a printer I'm gonna ask about next, but as it relates to the 501,000, when it came time to build um, build profiles for them, you get, actually got me an early engineering prototype. And you know the big change is that you know, you've now got desktop printers that you can build real, Native CMYK profiles for, and this is not a this is not a color management uh, podcast, but <laughs> uh, you know for the for the color people on, it's a huge it's a huge step away from um, the way the profiles were built for the the first line of printers, and they, which they got great results from, but it just it makes the the whole color management and color uh, portion of this much easier. The, and and I think, like you said, there's modifications to those printers. They can put more ink down. All, all kinds of things that you yeah. need in sublimation. But yeah, so I know you also um, have a 24 inch wide uh, roll fed printer that I that I had some experience with. How does how does that fit into the mix? Yeah. Oh my gosh,
1: that printer is it, it is a partnership with Muto, um, and it, it's called a BJ six twenty eight. It's an eight color printer um it's it's amazing so you know if our four if our five hundred and one thousand output is is actually pretty amazing right now that the eight color output on on namuto is 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 spectacular it's really designed for that mid format market the folks that really in the photography market that want to um produce those um, photo panels the chromalux photo panels for example um it, it, it's great, it's, and, it's, and, and the great thing is it's very versatile. Um, it's extremely versatile. Um, it can be a four-color printer. It can be an eight-color printer. It can hold um, six colors and two fluorescent colors um, for spot color. Um, it, it, it's, it, it's one of these machines where we actually have to sit down with the users and say, look, what are you going to use it for? Um, because we could actually tailor the configuration of the inks to fit your specific needs. And it's been a lifesaver for many, many um, users who have color critical work to do for either brands or um, individuals who who want to produce high quality photographic images. It's it's, it's just a great printer. And and it takes up very little space. Um, Some people even just put it on a desktop to be perfectly honest. Um, and and uh, just let it sit there. So yeah, it, it's a great printer, and we've been very successful with that. Too, we're very happy with that printer.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. It is a. You know, we've got uh, we've got both of them in our in our lab. We've got the actually we've got the one thousand. We don't have the five hundred. We have actually a couple of one thousands and a and a VJ, and, and they are they're um, neither one of them takes up a lot of space. They 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 require yeah. little bit very little maintenance compared to to your typical printer. Um, yeah, they're they're you you've picked good hardware platforms and yeah and i think that's smart because you know as you said you're a technology company and I, and i can appreciate that but um i would have to say that from my perspective as a, as an outsider who's inside but really still an outsider looking in um i would have to say that that your ink is is your you know your key component and so that means you probably know a lot about ink and I'm, and i'm thinking um, you know, people listening to this podcast are, are, are probably wondering what are the key components or attributes or properties of a dye sublimation ink they should be looking for?
1: Wow. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the ink is, is, is our, is our fuel. Um, and you know, just like anything else, um, you go to, uh, you, you put in cheap fuel or, or of a fuel into a car, your performance goes down, right? Um, and we've, be, we've been doing this for 30 years. And, and, and our key areas where we focus with ink is the consistency of manufacturing. Um, we have very, very strict um, rules on what passes through, through our quality process in manufacturing. We retain batches of ink for years um, to to make sure that um, it, it meets our m- m- meets our quality standards um, and I th- and I think the most important thing for us is the actual manufacturing process which which of course is proprietary on on, on our side but we 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 pick the best dyes um, to go into our, our inks we do not compromise on the key ingredients um, and, and and that really is at the heart of um the ink manufacturing process we do not compromise on quality when it comes to that um, you know it's, it's i think it's very easy for individuals to think well you know what it's a, it, it's some dye you you put it in some liquid you mix it up and it goes into a printer and voila right um, but the 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 uh, you know i i've got a degree in chemistry and and i still struggle a little bit with the conversations with with um our chemists but at the end of the day, this, the, the, the purity of the inks that we use, um, the dyes that we use, are at the heart of our ink process. And then the quality control process throughout manufacturing um, just reinforces that whole process. Um, and and uh, again, the only way I can really relate to it uh, on the outside is the differences between a generic drug and a branded drug, right? Um, at the heart of them, yes, they may look the same. They might give you similar results, but there are highly uh, that the, the branded drugs are highly regulated with purer content of of chemicals and and, and ingredients, etc. That's exactly how we are, and and that and and we do all the, the back end research and R and D to make sure that that stays and remains consistent.
0: Yeah, I've had the um, distinct pleasure of, of of getting back into the uh, the ink kitchen, which I know is probably not some place most people are able to go. And and you know, in light of documents I've signed, I won't say much except to say that I can um, I can validate everything you're saying. I mean, I, I was I was very impressed with with what goes on back there, and 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 your chemist is uh, well. First of all, I had no idea you had a degree in chemistry because I compare you <laughs> to your chemist and. You know, you're a smart guy and all, Vic, but um, yeah, he's, he's on a different level.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, our chemist is definitely on a different level. I, I've, you know, I, I studied chemistry and business administration in the UK and, and, and um, have, have fell on the business admin side of my degree more than the chemist degree, but uh, um, I, I, I can hold my own up to a certain certain part, certain uh, level, but then, you know, it's gone.
0: So I'm, I'm going to kind of stay on the, the technology track here. Yeah. Um, you know, because I think we've kind of got a role here going through the through the process of creating you know dye sublimation prints, which is which is what your customer base does and what hopefully people listen to this either do or want to learn how to do. So there's this other key consumable called transfer paper. What you know, what do you uh, what do you know about that? What is, you know, what's sawgrass's position on that? You know, do you like tacky paper, non-tacky paper? you know, should I buy the cheapest paper? Should I buy the most expensive paper? You know where I'm going. Yeah. I, I
1: I think um, again, with everything that we do um, and, and, and I'll akin this again to um, food, which I think everyone can relate to, um, regardless of culture, um, ingredients matter for the final product right um, you know just as as pure as our inks are, you need good paper because that paper stands between um, the ink, and that final substrate that's going to be that's going to be embellished with with the design that you've got on the paper, and the release of that ink, the the tacking, the, the, how it adheres to the, the to, to the substrate, all matters. All of this matters in the whole process of sublimation. And so, um, you know, our paper we 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 profile on a paper called Truepix. Um, but we've had for many, many years, um, with a consistent manufacturing source again. Um, and we've won SGIA awards on that paper for three years in a row, um, which is pretty solid, um, when it comes to SGIA awards, because, you know, it's very competitive. Um, you know, when it comes to tacky and non-tacky, it all depends on what you're going into, what, 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 what products you're going on to. Um but what i what i what I can say to the audience is you know sublimation is a game of output and quality. Um, do not compromise the ingredients that will get you there um, because at the end of the day, if you want repeat business, you have to have high quality consistent output. You can't afford to throw things away um, and you never know what your output's going to look like until you've actually transferred that material that, that paper that, the ink onto the product at which time if the output's bad you you've you've lost not only the ink the paper but also that expensive substrate right that that's probably the most expensive part about the whole process is the blank substrate and you don't want to be throwing that away that's true and so so you know there's you know i see facebook posts that come up and say oh my gosh, this looks so dull on the paper. Well, you have to transfer it. Well, that means I might waste my substrate. Or well, did you buy good paper? I don't know. Right. Um, so uh, do not compromise. Um, especially in our business where the margins in our business and Jim, you, we talk to customers all the time, right? And, and the margins in our business are incredible. They can be. Yeah. And, 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 and people compromise for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Just to save a few pennies. And, and that's not the way to do it. Yeah. So yeah, paper is very important. And pick the right paper. It doesn't always have to be true picks. There are many, many other brands out there. You know, our 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 our, 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 our Sawgrass dealer partners have some of their own brands. There's Beaver, they're all consistently good. Um just just buy brand it, buy a brand that makes sense and, and don't 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 compromise.
0: I would have to agree with that. I mean, I, I love your, I mean, what tuned, I've never heard two more important words strung together as it relates to dye sublimation. Um, ingredients matter. I mean, that's, that's going to, uh, that's going to probably be the subtitle of this, this episode. It, it, that's awesome. Um, that, that's, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trademark that by the way, Jim. You should. And you absolutely. Including, including mature startup. <laughs> no, it's, it's, that's, that is, that is awesome. And, and, <laughs> and I love, you know, because you're right. I mean, people, everyone cooks in the kitchen and they know, they know that it matters and so um yeah you know I I work with TruePix obviously because we've helped you build profiles so yeah I mean it it is it's a very consistent repeatable um reliable paper and and that's um and it shows you know it it absolutely shows as you know you've been involved in some of those conversations when we've when we've had to deal with others so so we've kind of covered your printers and we've covered paper and we've covered ink there's this other pretty big variable and important piece of equipment um, when it comes to dye sublimation, and that's the heat press. Um, and, and as a guy who's, who's bought several of those in the last year, I, I can tell you that the price varies widely. Um, what, do, what do you look for in a heat press? Um, I'll go back to ingredients matter. Um,
1: it, it, is, it, it is the difference between cooking on a propane, stove compared to a Wolf stove or a Thermador, right? I mean, you, you'll pay for a good heat press. Now, what I look for um, is consistent heat. Um, and I think one of the challenges that you always find with heat presses is they all look the same. They all get hot, right? Um, but, but, but the question is, where do they get hot? On, on, that, on that big metal plate it better be consistently hot all over. Um, so if I set my heat press at 400 degrees Fahrenheit, it better be 400 degrees on each of the corners in the middle and all the way around that, 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 that plate. The, the, the other piece that I think is, is, is very important is the evenness of pressure. Just the same as heat, What you don't want is a heat press that is light on pressure on one corner and heavy on pressure on the other. You'll get an uneven transfer. Um, Then the last but not least is some people get really um, enamored by um, like a clamshell um, heat press over a heat press that comes straight flat down onto onto your substrate. Um, For sublimation specifically, um, clamshells are probably not the most appropriate um, heat presses to go with. They may be for other, technolo- uh, other technologies, but but um, not for not not for sublimation for two reasons. One, the the second the millisecond that that heat press touches that paper and that substrate, the sublimation process is started. So that millisecond can make a big difference um, as that clamshell comes down touches the back end of your paper, and then finally touches the, the, the front end, it can make a big, big difference. Hmm. Um, finally, um, with a clamshell, if you're, if you're pressing an award, for example, which is pretty thick, right, and it's made of wood, um, you're putting a lot of pressure on one end of the um, that wood as the clamshell comes down and presses down. So the pressure could be uneven too. So I'd be very careful with that. Um, but, but, but again, I think one of the most important things is one, talk to the dealer. I think they have the best um, advice on, on, on which, which, which heat presses are, are the best to go with. And, and, and secondly, do not compromise. Um, this piece of equipment, um, most manufacturers, most, most reliable manufacturers are going to give you a very good warranty and will stand behind that warranty too. Um, and, and that's no different than the, 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 you know, I didn't mention on our printers, it's the same thing with our printers, you know, we're, we're very confident that our printers are reliable, we give a two year warranty on the new 500s and 1000 printer, it's, it's we're confident that this solution works, um, and, and, um, and so are the heat press manufacturers, the, re- the, the, the more reliable ones.
0: Yeah, and I can speak to that personally. We, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll plug them since they did such a great job. Um, we have, uh, we actually have two stalls, presses, um, and our second stall, which is the, um, uh, I can it's the one with the drawer, so that the, the yeah. flatten slides in and out. Yeah. You know, it does do the straight down, just like you talked about. And it's I love those. I love the drawers, by the way. As the drawers fan. are great. Yeah. Well, that, our press had some issues and the issues don't matter. What matters is I picked up the phone and I called Sauls. and, and this is only, I mean, you know, you talk about don't, don't chimp. This this is only a 21 or $2,200 press. This is not all the money in the world. Um, and they said, Oh, we're aware of that problem. Um, in a couple of days, you'll get an email from customer service. I get an email from customer service and they're like, your new press is on the way. Here's the UPS freight tracking um just pack the old one in that box and let us know when you're ready. I mean I, I was like, what? I mean, who who does that? It was like, yeah, they just no question to ask, no bickering, no back and forth, they just did the right thing. And so you're right. I think it, I think it's much all the things you said are very important, but at a certain point you're going to get to all heat presses that are equal, right? It's um right. and yeah. then you just got to pick the company that's got the integrity to do something. Yeah, Stalls,
1: Geonight, um, you know, Insta they all, you know, these guys come up, top of search, et cetera, et cetera, and they do stand behind their product. There's no doubt about it.
0: So I wanna I want to get away from all this hardware and transfer and all of that, because I know there's another big component to your business. I mean, essentially, you're kind of in the software business too as well, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, we are. Um, this is good. We, we really are. Um, know after chasing that printer and just producing ink cartridges we 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 empower entrepreneurs right that's what we do and so if 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 we're going to empower entrepreneurs um in in starting a, a a digital decorating business we need to be able to support them in in almost every aspect and facet of of a digital decorating business so you know besides the ink the printers you know, we had to develop a, a color management tool. Um, we call that Sawgrass Print Manager that is just packed full of color profiles, right? So, you know, the amount of ink that you need to, to lay down on a piece of metal for a photograph um, using the Sawgrass TruePix paper um, versus the amount of ink that you need for a coffee mug um, to produce a crisp image using the same paper is different, right? It's very slightly different, um, and and you you think about that through you know T-shirts and coffee mugs and, and and coasters and slate, and oh my gosh, you have got and all the different papers combinations. You need a library of color profiles. It's it's not easy to say. Um, hey, I've got a profile for a hard substrate, and I've got a profile for a, a, a fabric. It's all good and well. And that's a cheap way out. It's a it, it, uh, of 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 saying we've got profiles. The 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 professional way out of saying it is that you know what we've got a color profile that meets your needs, and that's what Sawgrass Print Manager does. Um, you know, and I and I explain this very simply when when I'm in front of a, a large group of users. I'll basically, uh, people are confused as to what Solar sort of Manager is. And my explanation is very simple. And that is, think about this. We've got a whole bunch of durables in this software and they're all spinning their wheels. And when you say that you're gonna use this paper and you wanna go down on this slate and you're going to um, use this particular resolution, we've got a hamster that runs up to the filing cabinet, pulls out the right collect- color profile for that combination, plugs it in and boom, there you you go. So this software is packed full of profiles um, for each of our printers, for all the different types of papers, and more importantly, for all the different types of blank substrates that are available for sublimation. And we're constantly adding more and more. Um, We've evolved this software over the years to now include um, smart folders um, many of you users or listeners will know, uh, know them as hot folders. Um, so we've got the ability for users to create hot folders and smart folders. Um, so the technology is, we literally are um, evolving into um, a software slash technology company as, as as a whole.
0: That's great. That's great. Um, and then we're we're kind of running short on time. I know you also have a design component on the web and and we'll leave Yep. sorry. There. yeah, we, yeah do. we we can leave that one alone for now because I, I think it's much more important that we get into um I have one more note here. I want to make sure we cover this because it's kind of your as as well as far as I know, unless there's things you're working on, I don't know about which there probably are. <laughs> um, I know that uh, earlier this not this year, Last, sometime last year, well, yeah. 2021, you released something that I, I I, really only know of as the platform. I know it has a different name uh, and I'd love to hear more about that. You know, I, I heard about it when it was in development and I know it's been released. So I, bring me up to date. I'd, I'd love to know what's going on with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, this is probably one of the most exciting things in the industry as a whole um, because it, it, it does not just pertain to sublimation. Um, in the future, it's gonna involve a bunch of other technologies. But, but our, our, our users today are very local. And, and, and what I mean by that is our users will sell to people um, within their own zip code, will produce um, products for their friends and family, will go to flea markets, et cetera. Um, there are, uh, there's, a, there's a group of users who will have their own Shopify store, um, and but by and large, they're selling to a smaller audience and, and to a group that they can reach out to, right? Um, and. We, we, we came up with this idea and said, look, we've got 90, over 90,000 users around the world in over 200 countries and territories and not insignificant number of users that use our printers and software. What if we gave the ability for our users to receive orders from products that are um, printable through the Sawgrass printer? And so we, we went out and developed um, this almost Uber-like network um, we call it the Sawgrass Network. So imagine our user, um, I'm, I'm here in Charleston. I, I, I decide to create a, a, a designer coffee mug um, and sell it to my friends and family, but they encourage me to go broader. I can now actually take that mug, put it onto a website called goexpression.com and make it available for anyone to purchase or customize. Um, and then when that order is executed by someone that comes along, um, that order is routed to not back to me, but back to a user who has applied to become a producer in this network, um, to, who has the capability of making it, who is close geographically to the, to the consumer who's going to receive it, um, to produce it and ship it. Um, we provide the shipping label, we provide all the necessary, um, Files, etc., for that file to get printed, it's completely secure, um, and it is an amazing. It's an amazing network. It's one of a kind network. Um, we we're working on expanding it to to incorporate other technologies such as embroidery, engraving, um, DTG. Um, so this is this is an ever evolving network, and and you know we have the intellectual property around it too.
0: That's cool. That's. <laughs> It, it's, it's, I mean, I know like we, we met very early in life. Well, probably not, it's probably pretty far down the line, but we met early in the development and, uh, it sounds like you've realized the the whole vision and that's, that's really cool. And it's called the Sawgrass Network. Um, that's right. Yeah. I think I was a little Etsy, it's not so little, but we have an Etsy store and I, I can see how this would be superior to that. Um, in, in several ways, um, because you could, you're distributing the, the production part, which is really huge. Um, that's cool.
1: Yeah, so, and and and, and we're, pa- we're passing the production part to guess who. It's right. not to this big third-party fulfillment company. We're sending
0: it back to you, our user. Well, and you're supporting a small business, which in uh-huh. 2021 is so important. Huge, uh, yeah. It is unbelievably important in, the, in these pandemic times. Um, all right, so you know, first of all, I want to thank you for uh, for this is kind of like the formal part's done, and I want to thank you for, for sharing all of your your information, and your knowledge with our audience today. That, that's fantastic. But we have three more questions. So first, I get to ask you a couple, and we ask the same two questions to every guest who comes on, until we come up with different questions. Um, so, and then and then at the very end, you get to ask me almost anything. Um, so now I'm really worried. <laughs> So what's the most, I, I think, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you answer. Um, what's the most interesting trend you see in the dye sublimation industry today?
1: The most interesting trend in the dye sublimation industry? Um, masks.
0: Wow. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. Not the answer yeah. I expected, but right wow. OK. Uh, look, I,
1: I, I, first of all, I, the, the, from product perspective, masks have obviously taken off for obvious reasons. Um, in general, in the dye sublimation industry, we are starting to attract um, a much broader audience um, to to this to, to this business. Dye sublimation inherently has been a a, a term that sounded very complicated. Folks have um, have uh, have hesitated in getting in because the word sublimation sounds so scientific and, and dangerous. Um, <laughs> But as the crafting market, as the hobbyist market have started to grow and have built a yearning to do more, right beyond just cutting and beyond just um, cutting vinyl, et cetera, et cetera, um, they wanna do a little bit more. And so sublimation has become, a, 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 has become pretty powerful in that industry. And we're starting to see more and more people come in from that market into ours. And, and what that means is there's a younger, um, more energetic demographic that is, that is entering the sublimation market, which is amazing, right? And, and, and that doesn't take anything away from our traditional users who are still plowing away and, and, and working away, but now we've opened up a new market. And, and so, yeah, it, it's, it's exciting. Our partnership with Caesar um, in, in Italy and the US has been very, very well received. Um, with sublimation onto heat transfer vinyl,
0: I, th- I think that's that's very exciting. It is. It is. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, masks is uh that, that I didn't ex- I didn't see that coming, but um, you know, because <laughs> well we've, we've talked about it, we've we've produced, I was I was doing some of the math. We've produced close to, if not exceeding, um, ten thousand masks and or gators face coverings. Yeah, um, it's since amazing. Of last year, so it's.
1: I, I I I will tell you. I will tell you something that. One of the interesting things that um, is it, coming out from our from our standpoint, um, and we haven't formally announced anything yet, you're probably the first to hear this, is is integrating. Um, we're working on integrating um, a cutter into into Sawgrass Print Manager. So imagine um, sending something to the printer, and and before it goes to the printer, you've marked a checked off the box to say, look, I want to cut this too through a cutter. Um, once it's printed, it's going to engage the cutter um, and and you'll be able to print through it. So so th- there are some exciting things and integrations are about to come.
0: You're yeah. the first to hear about it outside of Sawgrass right now. Well, that's awesome. I, I love hearing that. The next question is kind of our fun one. Um, as, as you know, and most of our audience knows, I'm a color geek first and foremost. I love color and color management. Um, so I like to ask people, what's your favorite color and why? What's my favorite color? Favorite color is red. Um, why? Because I don't know
1: why. It's always been red. Um, it, it's what I grew up with, red fire engines and red trucks. And and uh, I grew up in the UK. So um, yeah, my, my favorite color is red. I like bright red, vivid colors. And, and I think you've been to my office. I've got, I, I used to have some artwork up in my office that was just bright red and vivid um, from, a, from a very famous artist called Sebastian Mora in Spain. Uh, he's just happens to be a good friend of mine, but yeah, red's my favorite color. Awesome. awesome.
0: Well, this is the time of the show that you get to ask me anything you want. So what's um, your favorite color? I'm going to go
1: straight for, straight in
0: on white. Um, so I think growing up it was blue. And I, I, I again, I sort of don't know why. It's just I, I've always gravitated towards blue. But as I've... Um, as I've gotten older, um, you know, as a color management guy who, as you know, spends a lot of time in front of customers, I've gravitated very heavily towards um, black, which is a shade of gray, right? So um, so anything in the gray family, um, because that's what I wear a lot when I'm on site. And it's because those colors have less interference in whatever I'm looking at. So yeah. if red was my favorite color and I wore red, then the reflection of light off my red shirt would impact the color of whatever I've printed and I'm looking at if I'm close enough to it so it's that's the why is a very practical thing um the the other side of it as long as you're asking is I travel a lot as you also know yeah if you pack all black and gray things in your suitcase I, I, I don't know are you old enough to remember the, the clothing line called Garanimals where the, they all kind of matched each other and you, as long as like you match the animal it was like a kid's clothing line in the 70s as long as yeah. you I'm not that old, Jim. Sorry. Okay. So as long as you match the two animals, (laughs) the two things, the shirt and the pants were fine, right? Well, if I have gray plant, if all I have is gray and black pants and gray and black shirts, guess what? I can wear any of them together. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I have one more question. Typically I, I, I,
1: I, ask this question of people that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing for a job and, and I, I have really unusual questions besides the usual sort of name a situation kind of question and that is um
0: you don't want to you, save this for when you interview me on your podcast no okay go ahead go ahead let's hear I, i've got more i've got more for, for that All right, so, <laughs> and, and this is
1: this is probably non-sublimation related so here you go um if you had a superpower what would it be and why
0: do i have to give the honest answer or the politically correct one <laughs> <laughs> honest right this is a podcast and notice I haven't dropped any profanities uh, you know honestly I, I would love um I would love the ability to see even if it was just a few minutes into the future like accurately and um and the why is because I've become a huge fan of um in a, an obsessive fan of investing in my 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 crazy investment of the day is Bitcoin, which, you know, as we talk, is over $40,000 per Bitcoin. Um, and if I could just see like 20 minutes into the future, man, I could make so yeah. much money I could retire. <laughs> well, you actually only need to do that once, right? <laughs> you get to go. Yeah, you, once. That's it. I, I, give, me, give me that power one time. Well, you might need to one more time. No, you're right, because I could short it. Yeah. Give me that power <laughs> one time only, and I could, I could probably retire. <laughs> All right, so our last thing for you, Vic, is um, where can uh, where can our listeners either find you or your company? Uh, you know, where can they where can they track you down and follow what's going on with with Sawgrass?
1: Yeah, so um, first of all, the FBI has been trying to track me down for for, for the last twenty years. So uh, good luck there. Um, so you, you can so say so, no, serious list Sawgrass at um, Sawgrass Inc. as in um, i n k inc.com. dot um, You'll find um all you need to know and probably more about Sawgrass um the Sawgrass Network so that's the Sawgrass Network um, is is also another great place to go to learn more about the network itself and, and what we're doing um is that a com as well that's a com yeah I apologize that's a com too yeah yeah so that that's where we are and, and of course Facebook Instagram Pinterest um coming soon. Our podcasts, um, just like you um, and LinkedIn. We're we're about to take LinkedIn um, by storm too.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I look forward to uh, returning the favor on your podcast sometime soon. (laughs) Absolutely. No, thank you. Um, I appreciate what you do um,
1: for the industry, what you do for us. Um, And uh, yeah, thank you for inviting me.
0: All right. Have a great day, Vic.
1: You too. Bye-bye.